Welcome to the Hinsdale Local Podcast, where we explore the journeys and stories of entrepreneurs and their businesses here in Hinsdale, Illinois. I'm your host, Brent Stutzman. I'm the owner of Brandier Practice here in Hinsdale, and today I'm joined by Sylvia Gretchen, one of the owner of Hinsdale Barber on Hinsdale Avenue here in Hinsdale, Illinois. <laughs> I couldn't resist that. <laughs> All right, so uh, welcome to the show, Sylvia. Hi, Brent. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, thanks for, thanks for coming on the show. Uh, well, I'm, I'm really excited, actually, to have you on the show, and I'm just going to share a little bit how I got to know mm-hmm. Hinsdale Barber. So a couple years ago, my, brother, my brother-in-law, Joe, um, he actually helped do some editing here in the, okay. um, in the, in the offices here, and he actually... Uh, for a number of, number of years, did hair cutting on the side just to raise money when he was in college and stuff, right? So uh-huh. I think he cut my hair. Did he cut my hair? I think he did. Yeah. Dustin, he cut your hair? Yeah. He cut Dustin's hair and oh, okay. our producer. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he came in. He's like, Brent, have you heard of Hinsdale Barber? And I said, well, no, I, I know of it, but I never got my hair cut there before. Uh-huh. He's like, you got to go see Victor. And so I, if you remember, Dustin, if you remember Joe, like... Um, he was very peculiar about his fades uh-huh, and how he got right. his haircut. And he loved Victor's work. So he would go there. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, okay. Now, I had a couple um, roommates in college okay. that were uh, Puerto Rican. And they cut they had cut some really – they're like, they're like, Brent, you need to get a blowout. And I was like, I've, I have what no idea what that, that is. Yeah, yeah but they did it anyway. <laughs> so I, I just, I ended up looking so good after, right. you know, they cut my hair. So I was like, all right, so I'll go. And I, and I saw Victor once or twice, uh-huh. but then he, you know, he's pretty filled up. Like they, yeah, he they, is very busy. Very he's busy. Very good. Yeah. That's why <laughs> yeah. And so, um, I was just, I have a, you know, I'm very busy with my family and work. And so right, I right. went in there and, uh, Yadira was uh-huh. available. And yeah. so she yeah, cut my hair. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I was like, this is great. <laughs> yeah. No, so she's I just great too. so she's she been cutting my hair for like the last two years now. Yeah. And um, so, anyways, Good. that's how I've gotten to know. Well, welcome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, the other thing I observed is I was thinking about this. You know, when we think about local businesses, they're kind of these meet these watering holes or these meeting places in town. And I was thinking, I was like, Hinsdale Barber is one of the few places you will see senior citizens and young families with kids all in one place like middle age, whatever. When I walk in there, it is just, is the whole gamut mm-hmm. is in there. And it's and it's busy and there's so much energy happening. And I admire the parents who have the courage to bring young kids in there. Yeah. <laughs> to yeah. get their haircut because it's, it's a lot with young kids and trying to keep them confined in one space. Yeah. So I just think Hinsdale Barber is this uh, real treasure in Hinsdale oh, where you. it's this beautiful place where a lot of people from all ages can come and get their haircut at, at a great price and get great service. So. Okay. I know I saw now on uh-huh. I saw on on LinkedIn that Hinsdale Barber has been around for like is it thirty five years since uh, nineteen seventy two. So, wow! So you got to take us back, okay. take us back to to the seventies. So yeah, my dad, my dad started. He was um, he was the owner of him Hinsdale oh. Barber Shop. So he started Hinsdale Barber Shop. Uh, we were just down the street, a couple doors down from where we are now. And he came from Glen Ellen, a shop, and he was actually let go because they were competing too much against each other. So oh. he let him go, and he had two small kids, and he found Hinsdale. This, you know, he didn't know nothing about Hinsdale. But then he, he says, this is it. This is it. He looked at the town. He loved it, and there, <laughs> there it came. He started with a uh, three-chair shop, an old-time barbershop, 
And he was the first guy to bring in a blow dryer and, and one of families. And that's how he started it. And then here comes me right out of as a young teen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and he needed a barber. One was let go. So, so then I came in just to help out, just to help out. And then every week I was... I want. I was quitting. I was like, because working with family, you know how working with family is. And I was <laughs> That's like, right. I was like, but then we we got a click, and I loved Hinzel. Got and it. And thirty years later, I'm you, still there. You, now running. Yeah. It. Now, <laughs> now running, you're running it. it. Yeah. Okay. So you you would just quit every week because you're like, I can't take this. Yeah. And then that it, stayed <laughs> for about a month. I was like, it was just. It wasn't the the actual business. It was just the family thing. Yeah. You know, it was a family thing. I was like, oh, that's it. Okay, I'm done. You know, because I was going to work with my mother and she had a shop. So, and then, so I said. Like same kind of shop? Barbara? A beauty shop. A beauty shop. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So she had a beauty shop. Where was that at? Uh, that was in Romeoville. Oh, you guys were really, that was really spread out there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then, you know, so then I. Romeoville, that was like farmland. Yeah. Back then. Well, kind of. Yeah, that's where I went. I mean, <laughs> kinda. I mean it's, it's really developed yeah. now, but back... Oh, yeah. Wow. Back then, yeah. yeah. okay. Yeah, and she had a, the only beauty shop right in there. Yeah. Oh, I would imagine it'd probably be the only one. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so did you grow up, Romeoville? Like, where did you... I grew up in Bolingbrook, and then I actually was the first ones that were shipped to Romeoville for high school. <laughs> really? Yeah, okay. so that's where I started my training, was... During high school, they had vocational, and I started cutting hair because that's what I wanted to do. Okay. Yeah. Well, I used to live in Woodridge. Bolingbrook, was that like off of Route 53 or? That's Bolingbrook, yeah. Yeah, Bolingbrook, down Route 53 right. there. So, well, I mean, Bolingbrook is really yeah, expanded it's, now. Right. Oh, it's, it's huge. It's huge. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Okay. So, okay. So, it's really in the family. Yeah. Oh, hair. yeah. That, well, that's how he started. His stepfather was a barber. We come from alliance of barbers and teachers. And, <laughs> and teachers, yeah. Yeah. So. Okay, so so you quit every week, and then you get hired. I mean, was it sort of like, Dad, I, I need a raise? Was it around that? No, no. The, no, and that's, and that's actually how we work it. It's like, it's not so much, and that's how I hire. I don't hire that you're going to make money, you're in for the money. You're in because you like cutting hair, because mm-hmm. you have a passion for it, and you like people. Yeah. You yeah, know? and I'll bring oh, you the like, clients. So that's that, right. Yeah. That, that's the reason. It wasn't so much the money thing. It yeah. was the most the family thing. That's why it was. <laughs> but then it took a month, and then it was like, it was okay. fine. Then I stayed. Like I said, I've been there since 86. Okay. So started cutting hair in 86, yeah. a three-chair barber shop. Yeah, and then it- slowly moved. In that little space, we moved from three chairs and we moved up to five. And then then COVID hit. And then, you know, well, before COVID hit, we moved over. Okay, so you have, so give us the time. So you spent a lot of time. In that little spot, yeah. Yeah, how many years do you remember? 80, well, 72 till, and that was, a, we've been in our new spot five years now. Okay. I don't do math. <laughs> yeah. So thir- I mean, at least 30 years, around 30 years now. Yeah. I mean, that's, that must have been a tight space. You must have just been packed. We were, it, 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 um, but we worked it out. You know, people came in and came mm-hmm. out. Like I said, I've, my dad was working on his third generation. I'm working on my second. You know, we've seen kids grow up from their first haircut oh. to, and I sent them off to kindergarten, high school, college, <laughs> and then even they're bringing their own kids now, you know? Yeah. So you get to know people. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. I mean, because that's so rare. And, um, you know, we were having a conversation before this where mm-hmm. a lot of the, 
there's chains and the you, you know franchises and things get big and yeah. you kind of really lose uh, a store or like a barbershop that kind of has like this historical connection to the town, mm-hmm. right? Because I know there's a lot of, like you say, you're cutting people's kids' hairs and grandkids. Yeah, and because they come back from what I understand they come back to Hinsdale or Western Springs or wherever they are because they want to raise their families there. Mm-hmm. And so then you see them again. Oh, yeah. That, that's a whole cycle thing, you know. You're raised in Hinsdale, then you go to the city when you come out of college, then you come <laughs> back to Hinsdale when you have family. You know, that's the whole thing. Yeah. And then and I tell people, even if you move away, stop in once in a while just so I could see, what, you know, see you. Yeah, right. <laughs> see yeah. what happened to you. Yeah. So – because even before COVID, which I'll ask about, because every business had to mm-hmm. right. <laughs> pivot, right? right? And I really thought about you guys a lot too. And similar with private practices and like, you know, the way you make money is people coming in mm-hmm. right. <laughs> to, this, right, right. Uh, to your shop, yeah. right? It's hard to cut hair online. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah, they couldn't do that. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, okay. So family, bu- tell us what it was like to take over the family. Like, what did that look like? What needed to take place to take over the Hensel Barber from your dad? Well, actually, when we moved, my dad came with. He cut, I mean, he actually, how can I say? He worked part-time when we were still at the other shop, because, oh. but he got sick. Okay. So he got sick, and um, it was a major operation, so he took some time off. Mm-hmm. And so then I was running things, but he was still owner, put it that way. And then, then once he felt better, then like a year later, he came back and was cutting hair part-time. And then uh, like just my, mainly doing his clientele. And okay, he, yeah. Yeah. So And then as we moved it to the new shop, he came along too. And so okay. he came along, but he only worked like two, three days a week working on his own clientele because he, he had customers oh. for 40-something years. He's not going to let go. <laughs> and yeah. want, they're still looking for him. Really? You know, oh, yeah, there's still some of his customers that come in that I've taken over now. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that's that relationship, you know, mm-hmm. and they, they, you know, they go, I miss your dad. I miss your dad. I go, we all miss it, you know. Yeah. But he's still here, but mm-hmm. he's 80 years old and COVID hit and he says, it's time for me to yeah. go back. Cause, and, and oh, so, so at I 80, missed... he's still cutting, he was still cutting yeah. hair. Yeah. So I must have missed your dad or I never saw yeah. him in the. You must have came in the days he wasn't there, but yeah. 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 I do come in at odd hours, like in between, <laughs> like, oh, I have an appointment, or right before I get home, right. I was like, I'll run by the park. <laughs> yeah. What was your dad's name? Renee. Renee. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Renee cutting Sturgeon. hair for that long. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I had a he barber. I had a barber back in Painesville, Ohio, where mm-hmm. I, I grew up, um, Ken, and he cut hair for... He's a, he was a veteran, and he learned to cut hair in the Army, mm-hmm. and so he sh- set up a little shop with the uh the barbershop uh what do you call that the spinning um the red the barber pole the barber pole right yeah. and um yeah i went i went to him for years but oh, yeah. yeah for 40 some years he he cut hair it's like you yeah. can't stop for oh they say they they say barbers <laughs> don't quit they just die off you know they just don't they they don't quit you just yeah. you just it's in your blood <laughs> yeah yeah i um i have this theory about um barbers and hairstylists like um my theory is this. It's like, uh, so I, I help a lot of therapists, right? So, mm-hmm. and I'm married to a therapist. So everything's right. therapeutic. <laughs> and there's something very therapeutic about getting your hair cut. Like allowing someone to touch your head and wield sharp objects around it, right? right? right there's like right, a right. level of trust that you need. <laughs> you need to be, you don't let anybody else do that in your right. life, right? And because of that, you actually have these really intimate conversations and people just divulge all sorts of things about their life. They're just very comfortable. And then 
they start sharing about their world or their family or, oh, or yeah. you know, I, oh, I you get to know their families, uh, you know, and that's what you get to know the people. And that's, that's what I missed when we were off for those two and a half months with COVID. It was like, I missed just coming in. I missed just the, you know, I wonder what they're doing. I wonder if they're okay, you know, and I had people write to me, you know, and they email me, I lost my job. And, and mm. it's like, oh, how heartbreaking, you know, you know, so you start caring about these people because you know their lives, you know their families, you yeah. know. Oh, they're more than just the clients. That's why I said I go, I go. I seen them grow up, but you know, you want them to do well. That's why I don't, you know, if they go to another barber, if they go to this one, it doesn't matter. They're still coming to the shop because I get to see them, mm -hmm. oh. <laughs> and I still cut hair too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, let me ask. Can you like how many how many haircuts do you give a year? Oh gosh, I wouldn't even start. To, <laughs> To count, you know, I don't even know. It's like I don't know. I mean, the thousands. I mean, it's just. Yeah, I mean, you know, from we start, we do our eight eight to ten hours a day. You know, we're mm -hmm. we're we're pretty busy. You know, so, and we did okay during even through COVID. You know. Oh well, yeah. So, yeah. We're doing okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, I just, I look at them like this is this is not just a gem of a business, but it looks like a really successfully run run business oh, i mean thank you <laughs> yeah i mean every time i go like i love that you have online scheduling like that is just the biggest i think that's the, one of the biggest things about it is that i can pick my time and go in and when i go in i'm so grateful because it is like slam packed <laughs> like, yeah. oh, it's like all the you. time well that's the whole thing it's like when when my dad started i mean when we were at the other shop we started and we had a payphone. <laughs> you know, we had a payphone, and that was our our appointment thing. But we didn't. We were mostly walking shop, but mm -hmm. we would have a payphone, and we would have to run up to the payphone, come back, and come back. Oh. You know, so as time went on, you have to move with technology, and you have to move with with online service and marketing, and 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 all this other stuff. And, and okay, so just, I, <laughs> so you like, so you take so when did you? officially take over then i'd say about officially five years ago five years ago yeah. and then that's when you're like okay <laughs> i imagine you didn't have a payphone then <laughs> so when you took it were you thinking like all right these are the first things i'm going to change as soon as i do this is that kind of the conversation you're having in your head yeah, like if, we had to have a website we had to mm -hmm. have we didn't have one we were more word of mouth you yeah. know that's how we got our clientele that's how we built up our clientele yeah which is the best form of marketing yeah. and we still do that's mo mainly how we got it but our website julius does wonderful that's why i had to get i had to get someone who knows about instagram about mm -hmm. facebook about and i didn't know any about yeah. that so i said i had to surround myself with that and then you know and then the online service you know he we found something to do with something like that, you know, and credit cards. Oh, yeah. You know, that's, oh, right. you know, that's another yeah. thing. We were. Oh, yeah. I, I can't imagine say, my. I hate to say cash only. You know, that, that's all we did. <laughs> you know, it's like. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's that was true for. It was like all cash. That's Barbara's way. Yeah. It's cash only. But we we had to jump in. We yeah. would have people go, well, can you go to the ATM down the street? You know, yeah. we were sending people. And I was like, we got to we got to get And then you're thinking, maybe I should just have an ATM in my store. <laughs> Victor actually brought that up, but I said, no, we can't do that yeah. in Hinsdale. It's Hinsdale, yeah. right? <laughs> well, you know, I don't, I, I rarely carry cash anymore. Yeah. Like I pay my babysitter, like through like quick pay. Like it's, and, 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 you know, it was funny because I was like, you know, uh, Maya, my babysitter, I said, you know, 
would make this really easy if you could just open up a bank account and I can just, <laughs> just like wire you the money through it. Oh, then that's like, mostly. Oh, okay, yeah. She did it and it makes it so easy. And that's mainly, you know, that's how we, you know, we're doing it. Most the 30 and down mm-hmm. are, that's all they do is credit yeah. cards and this and online. Yeah. Now I have mostly the older clientele along with another barber of mine, mm-hmm. Anita. She, we have the older people, which they're starting to learn online and, <laughs> and they're starting to book appointments, but yeah. we're still. You know, the old way where you could call up our shop and then just make an appointment where I had to hire Amber to 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 kind of do our online, I mean, to do our phone calls for yeah. appointments and put them online. And, you know, so, I mean, I had to surround myself with all these people. Yeah. So if you don't know, you have to surround yourself with people. <laughs> yeah. And I do. It There's takes like, a village, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to cut air and to keep it running. Oh, yeah. Well, okay, so modernizing really you got to get a website people online we got to do credit cards i mean what else were you thinking oh it would be social media i mean that yeah, seems really I mean, fundamental that's a big thing social media and and just and then then okay so then you know haircuts change as they go you know i mean <laughs> yeah. they, they you have to change with the times there too so besides doing the classes you keep you're continuing ed- education mm-hmm. now you i have to surround myself with people who know how to do, like you said, a blowout yeah. or a fade. And we do all those fades, beards, shaving, where I I could do it, but I surround with people who do it, you know what I mean, much yeah. better. You yeah. know what I mean? They, I don't do the shaves and all this because you lose practice. Yeah, I haven't shaved in, you know, 20 years because it went out for a while. Yeah. And now it's all back, hot towel shaves and oh, beards. Merc- yeah, beards when they put fades. that lather, that warm lather like, on my like neck. Like you got a nice Oh, my fade, goodness, nice that was amazing. You know, yeah. Yadi gives you a nice haircut. You know, she does all that. But I had to surround myself with those kind of people. So then now I have to look for people who do fades and, mm-hmm. and you know. Yeah. Well, it's, it's like any business owner, really. You, at some point, you kind of have to stop doing the things and then hiring people to do those specialties or to have that set of skills for you. Cause you just like, for me, it's like, I'm having a hard time keeping up. I can't, I can't right. do Facebook ads anymore. Like, <laughs> right. Exactly. No, you have to keep up with it, you know, it's, or, or you'll, or you'll die out. Yeah. So at know? least, you know, you know, these things yeah. and then you're like, well, I'm not going to learn it, but at least know about it. And so now, now you know who to hire. So what is in these days? I can't, are blowouts still? <laughs> yeah. Fades, fades are big things mm-hmm. and beards and shaves and. Teens are into their long hair right now still. You know what I was thinking? I was like, you know, all you have to do is watch European soccer. (laughs) You know, (laughs) it's like your fade right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, And you can see like where their hairstyle's going over Mm -hmm. the next year and eventually come over to the States. I saw this this substitute come in. I'm a big soccer fan. Mm -hmm. And it was like a third string substitute guy. Like he looks like he didn't have a haircut. Like he wasn't expecting to play for Liverpool. Yeah, right. You know, he was just there in case. Well, sure enough, there was like, a ton of injuries and you see this guy he's like his hair was like oh, all over no. like You're... he looked her sure enough the next week he got a fade he got a nice <laughs> looking haircut like, right now he's yeah, on television like, playing <laughs> right so you modernized the business and then uh but you also moved so tell us about that process because we were renting all those years down the street you know so <laughs> longest lease this, ever yeah right yeah Right. We, we went through three landlords, you know, first it was the father, then the mother, and then the son, you know. You outlasted, said, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so now, and then this building came along, and it was sitting there for a while, and the kids decided to sell them. Thank God we could get it, you know. Nice. Oh, did, did you buy the building? Yeah. <gasps> yeah. That's amazing. So yeah. it was a process just putting it together. But my dad, my dad's 
a ghost starter business. He's he loves the, doing that stuff. Oh, okay. He loves. I mean, he 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 had a building and he and he said back when when he says. I could put a taco stand. He never did a taco stand in his life, and he decided <laughs> he did a restaurant. And he had it for twenty years, you know. So it wow. was like he knows how to start business, and he's great at it. Yeah, I admire him for all that. That's he's so after forty years, and he gets the yeah. Gets so the he was cutting hair and selling tacos. You know, I <laughs> 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 did both. My goodness. Okay, so you, <clears throat> you were able to buy the building. Mm-hmm. Did you have to do a bunch of work to it? Oh yeah, we had to gut it. Got the oh. whole thing. We gutted the whole thing, and and what was there before? It was the dog groomers, dog groomers, and they did they washed the dogs on the bottom. And my dad and us put our heads together in the contractor and got it going. Wow! How yeah. old is the building? The actual structure itself? Oh, I imagine it's. Oh, ancient. it's got to be. It's yeah, because we couldn't knock it down because they don't. You can't. It's a historic. It's almost it's a historic. A, it is because it was part of. Um, if you remember Hartley's bike shop, yes. so Hartley's was a auto auto. Uh, they used to sell car, cars there, really? and ours was a, where the place where they did the contracts. So it was kind of attached. So it was like they said, you know, you can't knock it down. It's historic. So no way. Then you redid it again for COVID. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was another one. Yeah. Like, How do I, I hang? Six foot plastic plex, oh. plexiglass clear. I plexiglass was, was the hardest to find, but oh. yeah, but we didn't know what we were gonna, what we had to do. We we didn't have rules, you know. Oh right, because Illinois didn't put those out, so we looked at how California did, and me and my dad and. and well, the they pa- just shut California down. Yeah, so <laughs> me and the pastor, we were we went along to to other shops that were open mm-hmm. to see what they were doing and how to hang those and what are we gonna do. Yeah, so we're looking at March. When things yeah, closed March down. Yeah, March 22nd or something like that, we shut down. And we were shut down I remember for, getting the email. Like, we were shut down for two and a half months. What does is, what is a barbershop like you do for two and a half months? Pray. Pray a lot. We're praying. I mean, yeah. I, I, we walked out of there and we we're saying, okay, we're, I'll see you in two weeks. You know, oh, sure. We said, I said, I'll see you in two weeks. We'll be back. So everybody took it as a vacation. Mm-hmm. And then I would call my employees and said, they said another month. I said another month, and then I was like, oh, God, yeah. So a lot of praying, and, you know, and then we had a meeting before we came in, see how does this work for everybody, and it works, we're going to have to do this. We had a set of rules, well, yeah. how we have to have our mask and wash our hands, mm. and and how, you know, how we have to be careful. Well, you know, Yachty kept that. getting better and better cutting hair with mask on. Every time Yo, I come in, she would... We're so used to people said, how could you cut your hair and all, what, that all day long? <laughs> it's like I walk outside. I forgot to take it off. I probably got lines because I had my, my mask on right now. And I was like, yeah, because you get used to it. And you have to do what you got to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? As long as we're cutting hair and we're there, you know, because people would say, this ain't fair. Why can't you come? And I was like... We we had to think of our family, so mm-hmm. we couldn't do it. You know, yeah. we couldn't open during that time. But I'm glad a lot of our customers waited, and and they're so sweet. Some of them were 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 knocking envelopes at the door and saying, "This is for my haircut this week." And and oh I left goodness. the envelope, and I was like, "Really?" I go, "They didn't have to do that." And I was like, "That's that's why." I mean, it's it's we have that. It's more than just a client. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're they're more than. I, I'm going to say family, but yeah, they are. That's I mean, because, you, know, mm. you know, we get to know their families. You yeah. Know? So, a lot of praying. Yeah. <laughs> generosity <laughs> of people mm-hmm. paying for haircuts they wouldn't get for 
yeah. weeks. And they waited. Some of them yeah. waited. I mean, we when they came in, we had hair. I, mean, I, was, yeah. like, I was like, oh, my God. You're going to bless you. You waited all that time, you know? I was like, yeah. You look terrible. Yeah. Let me help you. <laughs> well, I remember, I because yeah. I was thinking through, for a lot of businesses, how do you how do you pivot? During this time, and I just remember one thing you were doing: you would just send out occasional emails on how to cut and, hair. And that's the thing: uh, you 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 make a lot of mistakes. And I had another answering service, but they didn't have that personal feel. They didn't know. Mm-hmm. I want the girl by the red wall, or I want the the guy oh, in the Puerto Rican yeah. guy in the front, and they didn't know our <laughs> shop. So here comes Amber, you know, and and she she sees us through the cameras, you know, mm-hmm. and and she knows us, and she knows all of us in the shop. So. She she gets and and she even says I I know, I know Brent you know mm-hmm. and I I you know I got to know him through the phone you know and they and they start conversation he goes mm-hmm. I have so many conversations with these people oh, so, sure. you know, yeah. just by setting up appointments but <laughs> yeah, she got right. to know him yeah and I remember you you sent out emails on how to cut hair like you were finding these little ways just to kind of stay oh, in touch I hope it helped it's just like you know we made mistakes here and there but we then we well, said sure. oh we gotta we gotta you know. This is turning into a long process. <laughs> we're out, you know, who knows how long we're going to be out. Yeah. I mean, what was it like for your employees? Some of them have, have you know, spouses, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, some some of them cut hair, actually, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. around in their garage. Yeah, and, right. Just open oh, up Another one got a, another job. I mean, we managed here and there just doing little what we can. So you, you kind of redid the shop a little bit, plexiglass things like yeah our dividers because there's seven of us so we mm-hmm. had to oh it's very close yeah because yeah. they said at first they said well if there's someone if if we're that close we we have to have one chair out now who's going to be out you know we, oh. we couldn't let nobody go yeah. i wasn't going to do that to them so i said mm-hmm. let's figure this out yeah <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, yeah. Let's, put the, let's put dividers Why not? up yeah. it looks like there's you know, yeah, <laughs> you like, know protection there sure yeah yeah, yeah. No, I think that's, yeah, I think business owners had to get so creative and and keeping people employed, putting food on people's table. You know, I, you know, that I, I feel like the word essential business was so, it's such, it was such a bad And we're not phrase. essential. Well, I, I, I know. And, and here's, here's the thing. It's like at the end of the day, all business is essential because it puts food on the table for yeah, these people. It provides yeah. mental stability. Like I have work and the dignity of work and everything. I think I've shared this with so many of my guests is that I'm in the mental health field and everybody's full, like all the clinicians. The mental health crisis in our country is absolutely real. I mean, the amount of suicide cases that are my that I well, I do the marketing, so I see some of the intakes that come through, and it's mm-hmm. it's just it's heartbreaking. I mean, marriages are struggling, kids, school, students are struggling, like failing great. Like it's just it's been really hard, and yeah. um, then just the mental toll on, on everything. And then you and then you and then you start back business up again, and I imagine you know they're not like rested, like nobody's rested coming out of this thing, and then you yeah. jump right back into. So what I'm curious, what has it been like for you as a business owner? You went through this, mm-hmm. and now you're on their side. Like, how are you thinking about business these days? I'm, I'm just curious. What's but what's been on your mind is we're kind of coming out of the pandemic. That it's a blessing. I mean, it's <laughs> been mm-hmm. it's been it's been a. I mean, the shop itself from day one to now, it's been a blessing. I mean, one thing I throw it throw that in there. My dad, from the time he started, from the start of business, and he told me to keep it going, that you don't walk out of that shop without giving thanks to the good Lord of the book mm-hmm. that he gave it to you. Yeah. So you give your blessings and, and 
don't leave the shop till you, till you say your prayers and you say thank you for for today you yes, know and that's for daily bread to, yeah <laughs> yeah exactly as a business owner i've just been blessed i mm. mean besides with the community with my work my employees i mm. mean yeah it's hard sometimes but oh, yeah sure. but but you know they all they're all in there and they all hard workers and they do great work and i just give thanks you yeah. know every day and Thank you for keeping me going and that we're safe. And mm-hmm. So uh, now I'm curious, tell me about that back area, because I've never been back oh, you there. Never been back I've never there. been I went to the front. I'm like, what is that? Is that extra chairs? Well, extra... there's two employees back there. So Omar's back there. Okay. That's a, another fader. He's, uh-huh. he's great at it. Is that he's what you great, call him? Yeah. The faders? The faders. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, he's great at it, too. And and Anita's back there, and okay. um, she's uh, one of our part-timers. Mm-hmm. And... Um, you know, we do beards, beards and the shaves and all this because mm-hmm. um, you have to take off your mask. <laughs> yeah. And you have to give a hot towel shave and you have to take off your mask. So oh, Maybe I'll so, do that just to take my mask right, off now. <laughs> right, exactly. So we put you back and we do eyebrows and whatever mm-hmm. and waxing. and But then we have another divider, a big board to separate us from whatever. So we have to adjust. You oh know, we're like, where are we going to do this? You know, and it's like, we'll just go in the back and then we'll put another divider up there. Yeah, so we have more, and th- these are more to the ground dividers where you're all blocked in there. Yeah, so yeah, it, it's uh, the things you have to do. Yeah, you know, it's well, like, what are you doing with the basement? The basement. Well, when we moved, we had such a hard time moving into our shop upstairs. Uh-huh. You know, with the village and trying to set up. And, oh, uh, it yeah, took a, it took us forever to get in there. Our goal right now, we went from my dad started with three shop, three chair shop, mm-hmm. and we moved it up to almost seven. No. Yeah. And I feel like hopefully you could have more. we keep expanding and, yeah. and, you know, getting further. You know, we have two girls that do women and color and oh. this, and we do the beards and the shaves. So, see, my wife would be knows? interested so, in that then. Yeah. So, <laughs> so we, we're, you know, hopefully one day, you know, we just keep expanding. You know, that's, that's the goal. That's the dream. You know, mm. people just keep growing. Speaking of growing, what, what do you feel like, how have you, what have you learned about yourself? Oh my being a business owner. My dad was my, you know, mentor, my mentor or whatever. And then uh, he was my right hand man, put mm. it that way. He was there. He was, he had my back. And then he left, and I was like, how am I going to do this? Mm. I go, I'm left by myself, <laughs> you know? And I was like, how am I going to do this? And I still feel like, you know, but then, like I said, I got, I, I'm surrounding myself with people who are, have my back other ways, you know, besides my employees and, and Julius and Amber and, and, they're all looking out for me, and and I, and I I found out I could do this. You yeah. know, I just have to keep up with the technology and the media <laughs> and everything else, and even talking to you because mm-hmm. this ain't my thing. I, I put me <laughs> put me behind a chair. I'm okay. I could converse, you know. Mm-hmm. But with you know, I never was never a great speech person. But you got to do what you got to do, and yeah, trust you could do it. You know, just push yourself. Yeah. That's yeah. That's a good word. I mean, you're you're constantly evolving and you're learning because in, in some ways too. you are you are a parent to your employees. You know, there's that nurturing side. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you wish they all listen. You know, <laughs> you know, you're like, I'm not yelling at you. I'm just telling. I know from experience, and they're just like, yeah, right, right. Sure, mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, especially because it's funny how we got all age groups in there. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. You know, before I was the young one, and now I'm I'm getting to be the older one, and mm-hmm. we got 
twenty something to you know, I won't say, but yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. And and so we got all, you know, different age yeah. groups. So I was gonna ask a question about how you've seen Hinsdale change them through the years. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I would love your thoughts on that since you've I mean When I first walked in I walked nineteen eighty six, I was there. That was my that when I started. And it was a mom and pop shop down all around us, you know, little shops and, and the Piccadilly and the little sandwich shops and bar pharmacies and Hartleys and and all these little shops and and you knew all the owners and, and mm. it was old money. So people who, who came from nothing, they built them that money themselves, you know what I mean? And it, oh, was, yeah. that was, it was all older people, you mm -hmm. know. And then, you know, it started evolving, you know, and then... And now it's like you said, it's it's more of a chains and, and high-end shops. And mm -hmm. not that it's not homey. It's that the people changed. You know, it's like younger crowd of people. Now there's 30-year-olds 30, 30 moving into Hinsdale with yeah. young kids, you know. Yeah, that's what we did. Yeah, <laughs> right. And that's more like your age mm -hmm. and, and moving into Hinsdale. And it's great. You know, it's just it's just changed, you mm. know. I like the change. I mean, every, you know, like you said, you have to keep evolving. Yeah. I mean, I was thinking yeah. with you and, and Pages and I, I, maybe a couple other where you kind of have um, this deep historical connection to mm -hmm. to Hinsdale. And, and, and I mean, the, the rate of change in Chicago, Chicago land, it's been my experience that not, not everyone comes and stays and lives forever. Like it's very transient mm -hmm. and with from my neighbors and, and everything else. Like I'm a transplant from Ohio, yeah, <laughs> you know, and then, I know a lot of Ohio then, people. But then you ask people and they say, no, but my wife used to live in the suburbs and she came from here. Mm -hmm. And because Hinsdale's great. I mean, schools and kids and you love to raise your kids here, yeah. you know, and I love Hinsdale. Yeah. I mean, I wish I could afford Hinsdale, but I would. <laughs> <laughs> well, you might, I mean, you kind of live in Hinsdale, yeah, don't right, you? Right. <laughs> maybe, or maybe, right, right. maybe there's hope for that basement. Right, right. <laughs> Exactly. I'll live right there, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. well, thank you so much oh, for no, coming. You. And, have this. and I, I know it took courage to do a podcast, you know, mm -hmm. to do this. And I said, what's a podcast? But I, I know, I, when I thought, yeah. When, <laughs> you, you're asking your, uh, yeah, you're asking your team, hey, what's a podcast, guys? Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, um, yeah, so thanks for joining me no, and thank you. taking the cur I when I started this the Hinsdale local, I was like I wanted this just to have conversations with other business owners in the Hinsdale area and and learn it, just learn and it's been a great way to connect. So thanks for having the courage no, to come no, on. So how can people find out more about you and Hinsdale Barber? Yeah, uh, you could go to hinsdalebarbershop.com and book online and just learn about our history and what we do there and then or they could just call the shop at 630-654-9689. One of the last businesses with a phone number. But a phone number, yeah. But you'll talk to Amber. And the phone number will be in the, sh in the show notes uh, for the episode. <laughs> All right, folks, thanks for listening. If you found this conversation useful and fun, uh, subscribe to the podcast, and please join me again next time for the Hensdale Local Podcast.